Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Mighty Misfit Menagerie or Cast. Mm. Mm. I'm going to blame the Wi-Fi on that weird little gap that happened there. But, you know, great job. Great job. Uh, tonight, we're going to be doing an episode of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Uh, so thank you for joining us. We unintentionally tend to end these on cliffhangers uh, based on what choices people make uh, right as I'm about running out of time for the night. So with that in mind, does anybody want to tell me about what happened last episode and the cliffhanger that you all got stuck on this time? Well, you see, we went to follow the tracks uh, from uh, Care Koenig uh, in seeking the thieves of the Cairn. Um, it led us uh, through this um, a few days journey, actually, I think it was like three days journey, uh, led us to this weird little mountain pass. Um, so one kind of large spire made out of pure stone uh, and another uh, what looks like a keep uh, in etched in the mountain itself. We snuck over to the window of the keep. Uh, inside saw a, um, a Durgar in there, uh, right? Durgar? Saw Durgar in there. Uh, we actually all succeeded on our stealth to get into the actual castle itself. Uh, once we got in through uh, Frozen Over River, up a um, uh, up a well, uh, which the well was only ten feet off the ground, which is weird because that's easy to get in. Uh, once we got in, uh, a zombified um, what was he? A troll? No, he was a ogre. Ogre. Zombified ogre started making a ton of noise, attracting everybody in the keep to us. Um, Finnick cast his rope trick to see if we can all hide from the um, uh, impending soldiers. We all got up except for Z, and Z was spotted, so then a battle ensued where we slain most of them. Um, uh, in the process, our fair tranquil, uh, he snuck over to the left side of the map um, and was assailed by, uh, I think, like the general Dorogar, where he locked him in the room commander. with him, went invisible. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, commander. Yeah, same difference. Commander Dorogar. Um, he went invisible. Uh, he was easily picked out by... Uh, Quills detect magic and was uh, kind of killed by Quill. It was pretty uneventful. It was, it was easily. No, killed. somebody stole my kill. I remember who, who it was. was it Z? Z. Z stole your Z. kill. Z, Z stole, stole your kill. kill. Nice. <laughs> yeah. um, after which, uh, Quill investigated the room, found some cool things uh, in a burlap sack. He found some money and uh, another thing that I forgot the name of. Um, that didn't seem too out of the ordinary. Um, while we were kind of resting up and figuring out our next move, my, our Finnick and Quill went south through that door. Uh, we saw what we thought were cages or uh, prisons of some kind. We went up close to them and they were definitely not prisons. And uh, five people stepped out of them uh, with anger in their eyes, ready to attack us. Excellent. And just a couple things to add there. Um, we did get some rules corrections just ourselves in the course of that for how we're going to handle invisibility as far as Jurgars go in the future with Detect Magic. So we'll adjust for that. Um, and I had a mistake where I didn't give you the gold during the episode, uh, but there was gold in the room that is now in the bag with the black 
crystal-y shards that you found and the uh, the Northern Light Lantern. Uh, I believe that's the only thing that we didn't cover actually during the game, uh, but I'm sure there will be more in the future. And as Mark said, we began as five humanoids popped out of cells, all dressed in the clothing of commoners, a couple in more interesting varieties of fur pelts that you don't normally see in the 10 towns themselves. All of them have this anger in their eyes as you start to see coming into the light, fungal formations coming out of their eyes and ears and mouth and any cuts or scrapes on their faces down their arms. And they're moving for you. Roll initiative. Gross. Oh, yes, Master. We should definitely try and save these poor, innocent souls. <laughs> I got a 12. Oh. I got an 11. Four. 13. 21. Oh, oh. Ooh, Altus <laughs> coming on strong for the first time. The first time? In a long time. Okay. In a long time. <laughs> All right. It feels they, like uh, the first time. The it feels like the very first time. Um, okay, that means first on the map is going to be Altus in the next room. Mm. I suddenly feel like bad touch. Bad touch. Uh, I'm going to shoot in. What's my movement? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We're for six episodes in. I <laughs> uh, would like to double, double move. What do we call that? How Dash away. Get there. Yes. Double rainbow. Okay. Yeah, I can get. Come on. Why can't I move my own token? Do you want me to move it for you? Uh, yes, please. Are you on the little arrow? I am indeed. Well, uh, my turn. Get to there. I can't my yeah. mine either. Oh, strange. That's abnormal. Tranquil's okay. <laughs> yeah, I can move mine too. Okay, quick pause for technical difficulty. Sorry, folks. All right, thank you all for the brief pause while we dealt with some technical difficulties. That is the end of Altus's turn as he did a double move, and that is going to bring us to Tempest. I am also going to take a double move action. I will rage on the way and probably be right next to Altus because I'm 60 as well. Great. All right, that is going to be the end of Tempest's turn. We are down to Finnick. I will uh, move down here, put my hands together, uh, chant something, and cast Burning Hands. All right, that's going to hit all three of those, I believe. Uh, I think, uh, yeah. One, uh, two, no. three. Oh, yeah, you missed the last one. Excellent. Yep, okay. Just two. Fantastic. So I need them to make a dexterity save. And that they will do. All right, we have a six and a 12. 
Uh, both fail. Okay. Pretty sure, I hope. Yep, both fail. They take 10 points of damage. Okay. Um, both of them, as you see that hit them, uh, it is as if most of the skin that's left just bursts into flame as if it was just paper powdery remain. And you see most of now is just bone and the actual shrooms that are moving those bones. That's disgusting. All right, that's going to bring us up to Tranquil. All right, so bonus action, I'm gonna move my hex to the one in front of me. Okay. And then I'm going to back up, which means an attack of opportunity. And that is going to be an 18 to hit. 18 will hit, actually. That is three piercing damage as it jabs its spear at you. Ouch. Uh, and then my attack roll. Oh, that's pretty nice. 16 plus 5, 21. That will hit. Okay. And I'm booming blade, if that matters. And he is the one that's in the that's still in its little case there. Mm -hmm. And I it is next to Phoenix, so I will sneak attack, which means altogether four, eight, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. All right. Um, it just explodes into a pile of dust and spore as its clothing that it was wearing before falls to the ground on top of it in the ice. Well, at and least they're not hard to kill. <laughs> and then I'm going to finish my move by getting a little bit closer to my sister. <laughs> Excellent. That's going to bring us up to the monsters themselves. Oof. Sorry, master. I hope you have a shield spell prepared. Okay. These two are both uh, going to. I don't. Um, thank you. Don't forget, I cast Mage Armor on you. Don't forget. Okay. So the one behind you uh, jabs its spear at you for 20. The one in front of you jabs its spear for 13. Um, what is my Mage Armor now? Uh, it's 13 plus dex. Okay, so 13. So both hit. Um, I will use a luck point to reroll... Uh, that's even worse. So I will use your roll instead of my roll. Um, so both hit me. Okay. Um, between the two of them, that is a total of 12 damage. Okay. The other two that are over here are going to one, two, three, and make an attack. One, two, three, four. Make an attack. And the first one is going to be a 23 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And that is a crit. So that one ends up with a 16 damage. And does an 11 hit. No. So the second one misses as you actually end up getting moved out of the way of its spear 
by the strong attack from the first one. All right, that is going to bring us back to the top of, oh no, that'll bring us to Z. Um, remind me or what these things are here. Line. The goats. Well, which things are? Those goats, goats, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, the goats have also huddled against this wall to try and stand as far away from the ogre as possible. As it continues to reach out at them through its bars. Um, it is very near dead, but Altus got distracted before he could kill it all the way. Let's see. Oh, hold on. So if I go right here in the middle of the square, actually, hold on. I should have measured this before, I'm sorry. So if I go right here, in the middle of the square, um, that's a 10 foot radius. Okay. So it should hit all these, oh, it's gonna hit Finnick. And to be a nitpicker, but you technically don't have line of sight to that particular square. Yeah, there's gonna be a wall between you and there. So you'd have to come forward first. You can hit each one of the individual monsters, but that particular square is out. All right, well then we're just gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna cast Chaos Bolt. On this gent here. On that guy. Cool. Sounds good. Does a 17 hit. That hits. Okay. Oh. Um, I can do math. This is fine. 24 damage? Yeah, no, uh, it vaporizes. What uh, what element does your Chaos Bolt attack it with? Uh, we're going to do Psychic. Okay, yeah. Um, the... It, it just, uh, you see that it starts to shake as all of the uh, the spores and mushrooms on its skin and inside of its body are affected by that energy all at once and it just explodes. Cool, yeah, that's my turn. Okay, that's gonna bring us back to the top of the round with Altus. Sweet, so I'm going to stay safely in the doorway. However, uh, this, Actually, let me get back to the right tool. This boy, has he taken any damage? The one to the left of Finnick? Uh, no. No. Okay. The other two have. The other two have. Okay. So in that case, sick. Uh, I'm going to, again, stay safely in the doorway, point to the boy next to Finnick that has taken damage. I'm going to throw my hand out towards him and cast Toll the Dead. Okay. You must make a wisdom, wisdom save, please. Sounds good. From that wisdom save, he has a 
one. Does so one does, make it? It does not pass. Okay. Uh, and because he's lost points, maybe 12. Hey, don't worry about that one because he's only going to take one damage apparently. That's all that he had left. Um, so even that, you see that some of the spores around the head of the creature pop. And as they do, though it doesn't have quite the dramatic response of that 24 damage the other one took, the body crumples to the ground in a broken heap. Yeah. Uh, right, is that the end of your turn, Alton? Get big. As that's the first time he's cast that spell. And he kind of looks at his hand questioningly. And that's the end of my turn. Tempest. Okay, so I'd like you to bring me around um, to flank the guy that's next to Tranquil. Um, perfect, and in such a way that I did not invite an attack of opportunity, please and thank you. Um, I will attack with my axe. Great. Eight plus four, 12. That will hit. Okay, excellent. That's going to be my d12. Oh no, I rolled a one uh, five oh. damage. It slashes right through it, cutting it in half. As it turns on you, the top half slides off the bottom half oh. and both just crumble to the ground, the spores spreading out over the ice. Yeah. And that will bring us to Tranquil. Finnick first. Pissed off that these things have the goal to attack me, I'm going to cast another Burning Hands on him. Great. Yep. Last fellow. Another deck save. Sounds good to me. Nine. Does not make it. And he takes eight points of damage. Okay. He's not dead. Same thing as what you saw before. Um, Most of the, the... ruined clothing that this one was wearing more dressed as a commoner than some of them that you've seen in leathers is burned away as all that's left is pieces of dried flesh with the mushroom exoskeleton internal skeleton not exoskeleton i apologize uh that is going to bring us to actually tranquil now master do you do you want help or you got it no i'm fine (laughs) okay oh are you are you serious? Because I can help. <laughs> if you must, <laughs> let the master show you how it's done. I'm going to bonus action hex it, okay. and then I'm assuming a 15 hit because a 12 hit earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, 15 does hit. Mm, damage was not great. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine damage. <laughs> it's dead. How did he kill it? Uh, I just uh, brought the chain down on its skull because I know that's how you kill zombies. So yeah, just the head smash its skull in. Head explodes and the body crumples like the rest. Um, most of the room either now covered in dust, rotting mushrooms, pieces of bone or flesh, or crumpled what used to be human forms. You're out of combat. Then I'm going to heal myself for three because I can do that. <laughs> I'm going to make a makeshift like mask out of cloth, put it over my mouth, because I don't know what these things are. I mean, it's negative 40, so I was assuming all of our faces were covered. Is there His a door? Is definitely covered. Say again? 
there's a door leading out of here, right? Not the one we came in, but that other one. Um, so there is a stairway leading down. There's no door. It's just an open stairway. I'm going to head down that stairway. Cool. Because <laughs> I don't want to waste this rage. If there's more people down there, <laughs> let's just do this. I'll go with you. I'll uh, go with I'll, you, Sister I'll, Ryan. I'll follow right after, too. Yeah. I'm going to follow as well. Okay. <laughs> So making your way downtown, um, walking, walking fast, fast. Yes. Yes. fast. <laughs> coming oh, down, the stairs that you come upon um, lead down there, and uh, you, it leads into a larger open room. The small rooms flank this common area, um, and there's crates and sacks that are stashed against the western wall. So that's going to be this wall. Oopsies, this wall over here. Um, there are doors on the two southern rooms that are both open. Um, if you approach those, they're empty except for uh, kind of torn up bedrolls and chairs in each of the rooms, very, very bare. Um, it's clear that the northern two rooms uh, were just um, left as both of those doors are uh, only half open versus the other ones seem purposely open. And uh, if you look inside, a lot of the areas must as if they were left quickly. As soon as I see that it's empty, I'm gonna start sprinting for that other entrance uh, at the north end of the map. Okay, so you're gonna go, okay. Um, so going back across the foyer that you came through with that drawbridge and everything, um, you immediately find over here, the room that you all saw when you were trying to be sneaky and like check and look what was in there. That room is also empty, and you know that at least one Duragar had been in there before as you saw her, and she had come out, and she was the first one that you killed at the beginning of the battle. Um, this is a nearly empty room. There's a snow uh, kind of covered all the corners and frost covering the walls as it's so open to the elements. There's uh, the three-barred openings that you snuck a look inside and a stairway that's going up. I'm going to try and get as far as I can in the minute that's left of my rage. Okay. <laughs> if that's okay. From, Keep running. Doesn't it, I don't want to be an asshole, doesn't it end it's if you an, haven't attacked? Yeah, so if you're going to, if we're going to say it's done, then I'll stop sprinting anyway. <laughs> you can hit me uh, if you want. <laughs> She's what just furious. What if I just punch the walls like as I'm going by? I'll take a little damage if you need me to. She she just pinches herself really hard the entire time. <laughs> I would say if you actually punch the wall and take one damage every six seconds, I will let you stay raged. Okay. So getting all the that? way getting all the way up here, um, I would say take uh, five damage. Okay. I'm going to get people yelling at me in the comments, but I made a decision, damn it. <laughs> um, Tempest, this room. Tempest, you're going to ruin the resale value of this keep. <laughs> uh, coming into here, it is an armory. Um, there's piles of equipment that are just pushed against the walls. Uh, at the southern end of the chamber, there is, you can see in the floor, um, a hatch. I would like to go investigate the hatch. <laughs> that looks like fun. I don't know okay. if you're going to have a chance to I'm with gonna... Tempest running towards it. <laughs> no, I'm going to drop it now that I see okay. that we're in. Okay. Dropping it then, 
no more damage on that. I was going to have you take two more if you decided to go down. Um, but yeah, there is, there's a hatch there. Uh, Quill, um, do you maybe want to look and see what's inside first? Uh, why don't you check for traps and I'll look for magic. How's that sound? You know what? That's a good plan. I like this. Yeah. So I'll detect magic while he looks for traps. I'm going to look for traps. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll for those. Detect magic. You don't see anything. Well, it's not magical. It's just a hatch. <laughs> I investigate the armory room while they're doing that. Sure. Uh, I perceive a 14. Not 14 no, no traps. traps. Okay. Yeah, it just looks like it's a normal thing in the ground. This place uh, clearly was not meant to actually be attacked. It seems like they were confident in their fortifications, not expecting somebody to get inside. I got a 19. Okay. With a 19 in that armory area, while they're going over uh, this, this hatch, um, you can see there are two suits of scale mail uh, that are sized for dwarves, uh, two steel shields, three war picks, nine javelins, two climbers kits, and four mess kits. Oh. I want uh, a shield. Quill, how much can we fit on your sled? If we walk, quite a bit, honestly. Because this could fetch a pretty penny uh, in the British Ander. We'd have to walk back. Wouldn't be it's opposed that to far. that. Wasn't that far. Say the night in Kerkonig, we could do it in a day. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> All right. I'm making my way back here to investigate here. Show me where you're investigating again, sorry. The place that I we left. Spore room. Um, in that area, there's not a lot aside from those bodies. Um, you can see that the there are three more cells along that western wall that didn't have any of those spore creatures in them. Um, those all just appear to be empty and barren. Um, the window that is in this room is so much smaller than the one that's in that overlook. There's not much smoke, snow collected on the ground. Um, if you investigate the bodies, uh, I would need a check for that. Uh, Don't do it, they'll infect you. 16. Um, you can tell that three of the bodies are, or were, at this point, um, dressed as townsfolk. Um, some of them are even harder to discern since Finnick destroyed most of their clothing. Um, but three of them were dressed as you know, just regular people in 10 towns in um, some winter clothing that got stripped away, uh, lots of more cloth fabrics, a little bit of leather on the outside. Two of them are dressed very differently. They appear to be some sort of warrior um, and they don't fit with the other three. I know what kind of warrior, like if, like, any distinguishing marks, anything? Uh, not in what's left of them. You guys did a pretty hefty number on each of those. What, are the, what was already wrong with them. What about this room here? Which one? The room to the left of it. Got it. Um, in that area, uh, give me another investigation. That's an 18. Okay. So this room, you guys had all seen that there was some just kind of supplies around the walls in each of the rooms. Um, 
going through everything that you can find quickly. You uh, find blankets, rations, hemp and rope, um, other survival equipment for the outdoors. There's a small st uh, sack that holds stolen valuables from Karakonig, the pieces that you were missing from before. So you see the 25 pearls that they said were gone. Um, all of these are carved into decorative beads depicting different ice and snow creatures and stories. Uh, there's another sack that has three daggers, um, a set of wood carver's tools, a set of navigator's tools, fishing tackle, a potion of healing, and a leather pouch with 73 silver pieces. So it seems like this might have been kind of their hoard. Bring that back to the group. Great. Uh, before that, Tempest, uh, pop and drop. I pop okay. the lid, you drop in. <laughs> I crouch down. <laughs> so I pop open the hatch. And drop down there. <laughs> or up there. Down. Okay. Down, yeah. <laughs> um, it is uh, a bit of a drop, but there is a ladder. Um, so it's 20 feet down from where you are. Um, Can I say you, I catch myself if I would like on yeah, the way or okay? Yeah, I mean, you can go down the ladder pretty easily. Um, it's not you know, a terribly complicated situation. Um, at the bottom of this ladder, uh, there is a five foot high tunnel that leads south. What is it? Tunnel. I keep going. Did you yell hey. that down at her? Yeah. Okay. At least it wasn't pooped this time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dugan's hole. <laughs> <laughs> I walk forward. <laughs> I climb down after her, motioning for Altus to bring up the rear. I follow Tranquil. Okay. So you're going to go ahead and go down that map? Yeah. Okay. When I say map, I mean tunnel. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the tunnel itself is about 50 feet long, and at the other end is another ladder leading up. Altus, I can never... Hatch? Yeah, there's a hatch above it. It keeps it closed. Altus, I can never remember. Can you see in the dark? <laughs> I can. Not... Oh. Brilliantly, but I, I do well. Oh, it's very useful. Okay, so I climb a ladder and I just kind of slowly try the door to just peek. <laughs> okay, um, as you do so, uh, there is a Duragar waiting, having heard the yelling at the other end of the tunnel. And <laughs> my bad, my bad. Raj. All right, I pop out of that thing. <laughs> Before you can pop out, um, he, what is your, uh, what is your AC? 13. Okay. Although I grab one of those little dwarven shields, can we, I probably can't say that I. Um, he ends up missing, but he fires a crossbow bolt at you and it sticks into the top of the hatch. All right, and go ahead and roll initiative again. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Great. Nineteen. Natural, natural twenty. Okay. Ten. Not natural. 
<laughs> Unnatural ten. Okay, Z, I'm gonna say that I'm not gonna make you roll because you were all the way in the other room for this moment. Um, yeah, spend that time walking back. Yeah. Uh, and all right. So uh, at the top of the round, we have Finnick. Uh, not knowing what's going on, Finnick is going to casually come over here, uh, sit up against this wall, and pull out some rations, start munching away. Okay. While he counts his gold pieces. <laughs> Tranquil. Uh, I'm going to... You jumped out of the hatch, right? So you're out of the way of the ladder? I don't think I got that off before initiative started. So, like, like it, I opened it and then the crossbow hit. And then I'm like, I probably ducked back down. Can I try, like, an acrobatics or something to get around her into the room? Um, yeah, I'll she give you that. Yeah. It's going to be real hard, but yeah. Because <laughs> she a thick bit. Oh, that's 19 plus 221. Okay, yeah, that'll do it. Go ahead. <laughs> He's like, hi I'm out of there. And he is using a crossbow, right? Yeah, he had a crossbow that he used against her. Okay, so I'm just going to uh, hex him and okay. then uh, attack. Mm. Uh, so that's a 19 plus 5, 24. That'll hit. Uh, and then it's 4 plus 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 damage. I hate not okay. having sneak attack. Um, the dwarf cries out in agony and anger as you attack him. Um, that's going to bring us down to him. And he is going to cast enlarge on himself. <laughs> Uh, now, what does enlarge do? Uh, it makes a lot of his attacks meaner, if that makes any sense. <laughs> they, he's going to do more damage and have an easier time hitting. Because um, his strength is going to increase. Not have an easier time hitting, but do more damage. Um, and as that is his action, uh, he is going to drop the uh, crossbow and reach behind his back and pull out a war pick. And that will bring us down to Altus. Tempest, now's a good time to get mad. <laughs> you guys try to get to one side of it if you're going to crowd it, because I need my aura to take its damage, too. So just... <laughs> um, so Tranquil made it up out of the ladder, right? Made it up out of the hatch? Yes. Yeah, but I did some real impressive crap. <laughs> uh, you, you barely squeaked by. It didn't look that cool. 21! It didn't look that cool. Screw uh, you and your stupid god. You could you could hold your turn until after I take mine. I think I'm next. You're you next. Me to get out I, of the way. <laughs> I would like a piece of the action. Is there any way I can try to do the same thing, but try to make it look cooler than Tranquil did? <laughs> uh, you need to get above a 21 to make it look cooler. But go ahead and roll for it. Do it, do it. Maybe we high five on the way up. I'd like that. That's a, that's a 13. Um, no, you cannot manage to even fit between what? the two of them. What is your um, acrobatics, buddy? Uh, it's plus three. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you can't even manage to fit between the two of them. See, we're not up the ladder yet. And you, you accidentally <laughs> smacked my ass. <laughs> and as your ass gets smacked, it's Tempest. 
All right, now I pop out of there, <laughs> and Tempest, I'm gonna. Do you have any rages left? That's I what do. I was asking. I, oh, oh yes. What? I've only used one. No, because um, last session you used day. one against the first Druigar. Oh, I did. I didn't even get to. All right. Well, yeah, I have three, so I still have one left. Um, okay, so I want to go to the left of the Brojic um, and take a swing, activate my rage before I do that. And oh, God, 11. <laughs> 11 to hit? Yeah. That does not hit him. Okay, well, I, my rage does two fire damage. <laughs> okay. Um, ah! he cries out from the fire damage uh, angry at this small person coming up next to him and that will bring us <laughs> to Z who's moving across the compound as you move across the compound casually that brings us back to the top of the round with Finnick um, as Z enters the room I'll call over uh, Z do you want some to, to snake people like crackers I don't, I don't really know <laughs> Come over and sit with me. Yeah, I found some rations, so I'm good. But mm. all right, <clears throat> I'll sit down. They're, they're dwarven rations. They cannot be better than what he has. <laughs> that will bring us to tranquil. Oh right, so he's a big boy now, right? Mm-hmm. He's a big well, boy. He's a big boy. He's next to my sister, so I now get sneak attack. So, uh, does a. 15 hit? 15 does not hit. Whoa. (sighs) Sorry, Tempest, I tried. (laughs) Um, Okay, that will bring us down to uh, him. And he is going to turn to Tempest and take a swing. Yeah. Does a 22 hit? Oh, yeah. Uh, he swings at you, piercing your armor for 11 damage. And I'm going to have that to five. Yes? Seeing that it doesn't quite do as much as he was expecting, there's just a fire behind his eyes that rages, um, and not in the technical sense. And that'll bring us down to Altus. Um... So I would like to come out of the hatch finally. What took you so long, buddy? I don't want to talk about it. Coming out of your cage? So, and I've been doing just not that fine, actually. Uh, as I jump out, I would like, oh, I can't get into the the radius, can I? Or you can, you just take two fire damage, so it's not terrible. Yeah, we're going to call that worth it because I think Altus is probably annoyed and he's going to run in and uh, just swing with the rapier. Altus, can I give you some free advice? Sure. Because you are new to the system, not because I'm telling him what to do, but if you stood in this square, which you can reach, you'll flank with Tempest. You'll get advantage on the attack. So if you go here. And you'll be out of the aura. I'll be out of the aura. That's right. I do have the movement for that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Altus would know to do that. Okay. Give me an attack with advantage. Uh, Dirty 21. Excellent. I mean, it would have to be dirty, but so it's going to hit. 
Why do you have a 21 set of dice? Jesus. <laughs> They're homemade. Wait, everyone else is rolling 30 sided. Everyone else is rolling 30, 30, 30 sided dice, right? Not oh, yeah. just me. Mm-hmm. I have a 100 sided die. It's actually a golf ball. What did you roll for damage? Uh, six. Okay. Six piercing damage. He looks ragged um, as that drives home into him, um, pulling out the blood as you stab him in the back. As I go for the stab, I shout, sorry for that, Tempest, and I stab him. And Tempest knows what I'm talking about, what happened real fast in the, in the hatch. <laughs> and, oh, oh, yes, and that will bring us down to Tempest. <laughs> All right, I'm swinging again with that axe, baby. That That's where she that brought her to rage. <laughs> <laughs> 15. Uh, that will not hit. Okay, I take another two damage, though. Okay. He's screaming as the heat inflicts so much pain to him, and that will bring us over to the top of the round with Finnick and Z. So I have uh, crackers, it looks like some cheese, Um, a little bit of sausage left. So what do you prefer? Mm, Sausage. And that's going to bring us to Tranquil. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to bring it home. Me, uh, I'm back at the ranch. So does an at 20 hit? Uh, no, it will not. Yes, it will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a racial ability that blocks nats. <laughs> All right, give me a second. That's a lot of math for me. So uh, 16. Twenty-five damage. As how do you kill it? Uh, I kind of wrap my chain around his ankle, and then just the harder they, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. As I trip him into Tempest's axe in his face. Yeah. So that yeah, she gets the kill. <laughs> oh, it cleaves his head, and you are out of combat. I run up and hug you. Ah, I just smear that blood on your bald head. <laughs> Tempest, you're still on fire. Stop the fire first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what would you all like to do now? Uh, we walk back covered in Druigar blood to find Finnick and Z. <laughs> Having a nice lunch, are we? Uh, you, yeah, you, thanks. You took all the sausage, but yeah. Uh, you what happened hard. to you? Drugar, mm. 10 feet tall. Very mad. Mm. Very well, good, good job. We found the entrance to the tower. Oh, that's nice. Anything interesting in there? No, just, 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 just pissed off Drugar. I mean, he's not pissed off anymore, but he's dead, so. Tempest killed crackers. him. Uh, no, I think nice, I, Tempest. Uh, I think I'm okay for right now. Once I stop tasting dwarf, I will be much more amicable to sausage. I would, I would love some cheese. I got a little bit in my mouth from the droop. Please, Finnick, please. Please, please. Thank you, thank you. I, I, I have two pieces left, so maybe cut it in half and 
You know what? You you do what you need to do. It's fine. In Abyssal, I turn to Tempest and be like, want to work off some of that after battle by hauling some of these weapons down to the dog sleds? Infernal. You Infernal. Way to my- <laughs> yeah, always that. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Sorry. Let's just do manual labor and continuing infernal knowing that my master speaks it i guess we'll just do all the manual labor while the uh the uh rich get richer <laughs> yeah make the poor orphans do it that's how they gotta get you i'll cast tensors floating disc right in front of them and i'll say in infernal oh, you gotta work smarter not harder i drop all the stuff on the tensors floating disc and go <sighs> i feel like the only reason people have children is to make them do stuff like this <laughs> I, I get on Tensor's floating disc and just kind of sit on it as I eat my cheese. Can I push Altus off of the disc because we're trying to load it with weapons? <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty decent sized disc, isn't it? Killed five hundred yeah, pounds, that's, right? Yeah, but that's like two hundred pounds of like armored man that we don't need on it. <laughs> well, you could use your words, Tranquil. A thick armored man. <laughs> With two C's. Uh, one way or another, you are able to load all of the armor uh, with or without Altus onto the Tensor's floating disc and bring it back to the dog sled. I will say with the weight of absolutely everything that you brought from inside, uh, only one or two of you could run on the sled at a time with all of your loot, not the entire group this time. Um, but if you depart from there, it'll take you Probably until about 10 at night, maybe a little bit later to get all the way back to Karakonig. It took you a good day of travel to get here. It's a good night of travel to get back. On the way back to Karakonig, I'm going to suggest to Finnick, maybe we can get them to haul this stuff to Bryn Shander for us as a thank you for bringing it back. Because I know they have an explorer union in Karakonig, right? I mean, I don't know much about their politics or what they have there but i imagine if we grease some palms anything is really possible uh i think if i'm able to get some rest we can also take it back ourselves with with tensors floating disc how long uh, does that last master uh, lasts an hour but if i'm on the sled and you're riding as quick as possible i mean we could make it at least a carry Dinaval next or or whatever's closest so we don't have to spend any more gold than necessary well i was hoping they would do it for free for us bringing back all of their prized possessions but we'll see how it goes yeah doesn't seem like this is uh they're kind of their free lot but we'll see i guess well i mean we could always burn down the town hall <laughs> Well, we, I don't know how that would help us, but maybe. I don't know. I'm, I had a, I'm pretty fed up with not getting paid. I mean, we saved that one guy's husband, and all we're getting is a statue made of us. Um, not all we're getting. I mean, you can't discount the arts there, student. Uh-huh. Arts don't keep you warm at night. Unless they're made of wood or paper or canvas or something. And Why in that are we case, so judgy about what people do with their free time when they want to do it. Because some of us grew up on the streets of Luskin while other people paid for arts instead of feeding us. 
I grew up David, here. David, he does art to support himself. It's just a waste of time. <laughs> right. Well, supporting yourself is a waste of with time. Okay. all of that lovely interaction, uh, you arrive back at Kerr Koenig at um, 10 o'clock uh, at night. The city dark and quiet now. Um, being midweek again, uh, the hook, line, and sinker and the northern light are both quiet. The tower, or the bar, dark. The tavern just having uh, one light in, in just having one light inside to uh, welcome guests. I want to knock on the door of the Northern Light, holding their lantern. So when they open it, they see it, with like okay. the most excited expression on my face. <laughs> um, I would like to be gesturing to Tranquil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this time, Corey opens the door uh, first. Uh, her sister asleep and the squat angry woman rubbing the sleep out of her eyes who comes this late at night we come you were the lantern thieves all along (laughs) no we killed them we killed them Corey (laughs) oh no you've caught us as I keep reading Uh, her sister comes down the stairs Oh, thank you so much! And rushes out and takes a lantern out of your hands. We, we we desperately appreciate this. Was it was it the dwarves of the valley? You didn't hurt the dwarves too badly, did you? There were dwarves, but they were weird colors. I um, they had kind of like red glowing eyes. Is that normal? Do any of us actually know what they were? What kind I, of dwarf is like that? Black armor, uh, weird colored skin. <laughs> Sounds like something out of a storybook. Uh, yeah. Neither of them being natives of Ten Town up here and never really having done very much traveling would be super familiar with what Duragar actually look like. I'd say those of you that have been out of the area, if you've ever done any traveling in the Underdark, or those of you that have done a lot of reading, so like Altic and Finnis, Altus and Finnick would probably have known what they were. Um, they uh, they immediately get a step ladder and hang the lantern back on its empty spot. Um, as we said, you, we don't have gold to give, but we'd be happy to have you stay as long as you'd like for free, of course, with meals and, and whatnot included. Well, oh no, that's fantastic, and I'll walk past her. <laughs> I put a gold piece for Finnick in her hand. I'm like, we'll pay for the night. Don't worry. I thank you. I pull out a gold piece and I say, is, is the ale prepared? Oh, uh, we can always make sure that there's ale available for, for our heroes. <laughs> much, much appreciated. I'd like to warm up with a cold one. Uh, what is Cordy's sister's name again? Um, it is with an A and I just lost it in the moment. Allie. That's all. Allie, thank you. Allie, uh, do you know of anyone in town who does shipping in between the towns? Um, not necessarily shipping. Um, we have uh, we have folks that are guides for the mountain, um, but nobody that really leaves Karakonig or Calvin's Cairn unless it's uh, to fish, and fishing's a little dead right now with the ferry out of East Haven down. 
we were hoping to maybe arrange as a thank you from the town because we recovered several other things. Uh, there were some things that we recovered from the weird dwarves ourselves that we're looking to ship back to Bryn Shander so we don't have to walk. Uh, do you know who we could talk to, perhaps? Um, he, you could try with Frozen Far, but they don't tend to go down unless they're planning to resupply. Nobody else would have the means to do it. Oh, we'll talk with the them. ones in town with dog sleds. We'll talk with them in the morning. If you don't mind, uh, the the kids, they're uh, very tired from hauling all of that stuff back. If you could see to their needs and I'll put another gold piece in her hand. Yes, of course. We'd, we'd be more than happy to. So you all are planning to return um, everything that you found? All the weapons and stuff. I mean, all of their stuff we're going to return, but um, all of the... Duergar stuff is ours. So all of the weapons and armor would have belonged to the Duergar. Um, all of the um, the two goats, if you brought the goats back, um, all of the, the 24 um, pieces of pearl that were carved, um, as well as the silver pieces would have all belonged to the people in the town. We'll return all of that. Okay. If that's okay with everyone. I don't want to speak for everybody. but Return what is theirs and keep the rest. Oh, I wonder if Flynn has a, a a connection with the shield dwarves. Because they would connection with a lot of people. Well, because they think, would pay the most for dwarven steel, wouldn't they? I think she had a connection with Finnick too, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yes, but Finnick, anything you know that's over the age of forty. Uh, uh yeah, what? Nothing, but. Oh, okay. here's your spell book back. And I give him the spell book that I took from him at the beginning of this expedition. You took a spell book from me? Yeah, the one you were copying from. Oh. Why did you take it from me? Because you wouldn't, you, were... you wouldn't leave from breakfast, so I took it mm. from you and I said, after we're done, you can have it back. Mm. <laughs> Little shit. Um. As the inn goes back to sleep for the evening, they leave a cask of ale out um, for Altus to drink as long as he'd like, but the two sisters are used to being in bed by now. Um, they turn in after several days of excitement, um, which is a kind of a feat for Karakonik, especially uh, the rest of the town itself seems almost more peaceful than normal. Uh, although the citizens may still be on edge, they know, you know, tomorrow they'll awake to find peace and uh is there anything else that you'd like to do in your last moments before you nod off i'd be staying up drinking with altus great while while we're drinking me and altus i'll close my book content with where i stopped it oh so altus tell me about yourself uh Finnick, we we had a great discussion the other night. I told you about it was in this very tavern at the Northern Lights. I told you about about Neverwinter and how I missed it. Do you, do you, I don't remember any of that. Well, one can never accuse you of dishonesty. You see, it all began a number of years ago, uh, back in Neverwinter. I uh, I was a young lad and. I was quite bored one day and I seemed to have 
just stumbled upon what looked like the coolest hammer holding scales. And well, it's a long story, but I ended up here with you. That is such a great story, Altus. And I'll open my book again. Altus, the best, the best. Altus, roll deception. And uh, and I'll get an insight from from Phoenix. Thirteen. Okay. Um, it's pretty prudent because he's not paying attention. A nine. Okay. Yeah, he is not a good storyteller, as most of the clergy are not, especially when they serve a lawful god. And I'll go back to my book. Uh, as Finnick goes back to his reading, do I? I would notice Finnick going back to his reading. I uh, just start saying more and more elaborate, stupid things just to see. Like, oh no, yes, you dragon. Uh huh. Yep. Oh yeah, dwarf. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the underdark. Don't get me started on the underdark. Oh yeah, the underdark. It's dark there. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else the two of you would like to discuss over your uh, collegiate nope. adventures? I think I would just uh, stand up from the table. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I I think I would, at some point, after much more ale has flowed, I would ask Finnick. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Finnick, I've been going on for so long. Um, have you ever dealt with... Much darkness under dark, yes. Uh... I don't oh, well, know. I'm sorry, what? Oh, nothing. I was I was going to go and talk about and ask you about necromancy. Um, I have a few questions. I understand you're a busy man and it's late. We should, we should, make, off, we should make off to bed. What's a cleric of your doing thinking about necromancy? Uh, we should we should make off to bed. It's, it's late. I've bored you with so many details. I've burned through our time. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. And I'll keep reading. I'll have a book <laughs> at my house about necromancy if you ever want it. I mean, if, if it wouldn't be missed too dearly, I could have it back in weird uh, days. It will definitely be missed. You will definitely get it back to me, uh, but you can borrow it. I appreciate you more than I tell you, Finnick. Mm. And then with that, I will stand up and take my drink up to the up to whichever room is mine, whichever As one I have deemed mine over our multi-night stay there. He left maybe two minutes later. I'll look up from book. You know necromancy. Oh, okay. And then I'll kind of awkwardly <laughs> stand up and go back to my room. <laughs> um, and. With that, we will cut to all of you waking up once again, dark and early in Karakonik. So is it is there like a gathering place in town where I could like gather the town together? Um, the speaker's house. Yeah. OK, so I try and gather as many people together and I just go, we've returned. 
Fair Care Koenig with your stolen merchandise that was stolen by the weird colored dwarves. Durgar, don't let ignorance cloud your prudence. Drugar, which sounds like a made-up word, so I hope my master isn't messing with me right now. He's he's correct, Tranquil. It is Drugar. Yeah. The there's a feeling of gratefulness from the people that have, are missing things, um, but you know that only three or four people were stolen from. So the farmer comes up and gets their goats and, you know, shakes your hand and, and takes the goats inside to warm them up. Um, the, the woman who had those pearls stolen, they were an heirloom from many, many years of a Fisher family where they were carved out on the ice. Um, she is incredibly grateful to get back. It's just weeping and hugs each of you one at a time. And then as they take their things, uh, another person from kind of across the crowd from you goes, you woke us up for this? And then the crowd starts to disperse rapidly as they realize <laughs> that only a couple people are getting anything. Well, still better than Dugan's Hall. Uh, Trovis uh, takes a, a, gives you each a bottle of wine, um, uh, all opened um, at various states of emptiness. Uh, and uh, cheers to the heroes of Care Koenig and takes a swig. <laughs> I oblige. Yeah. Well, is there anything our fair town can do for you? We were hoping to uh, rent a dog sled to take back some of the spoils from the thieves' den for a fair price, if not... <laughs> have it shipped on the cost of Karen Koenig. Oh, say no more. We will pay for it ourselves. And he goes inside the house um, as he you know, beckons you all in with him. And he uh, he goes over to his desk in his, his study and he opens the drawer and goes, I swear I, I had bags of coins in here. Uh, mm. He goes through into more desks and starts pulling out papers and those damn dwarven scum must have taken our town's taxes. Mm. I don't, unfortunately, I don't think I have any gold to, to pay for your travels with all of that gone. Well, yeah. with a fair discount, we don't mind. For that. Well, that's fine. We, if you can get us a good price, we'll pay for it ourselves. How's that? I'm sure the speaker could get us a discount. Uh, you didn't happen to find any of that gold that we were missing up at the... We uh, found some silver. Did oh, we find uh, any... Silver, yes. Did we find any hand. gold, Tranquil? No. We only found silver. <laughs> I mean, there was that sack that you have, right, Tempest? No gold in there, is there? No, that was just those blackstone shards. <laughs> blackstone shards? That's a, a strange occurrence. Um, can I get a deception for any of you that actually know about the gold? Who knows about the gold? I don't think I do. Would well, it just be me? Because you didn't even look in the bag. Well, I was assuming that I, because I searched the bag before, but they, he just had forgotten to tell me. So I'm cool with it. At least Tranquil and Tempest both know. Because that's a 
this is one of my rogue skills. So that's an 18 plus seven. Six, but I'm not saying anything. He got a four. So he's, he's, <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's very drunk. Uh, yeah, let's go, go down to a frozen farm and you give them that bag of silver and you told them that Trovis said that is the fair. Very well. Wasn't the silver? Didn't we give the silver back to the townspeople? Uh, don't we worry about it. Gave back the Hank. pearls and the goats, uh, and I believe that's all that we discussed. You giving back in that moment. Don't worry, Hank. I have plenty of silver from a side job that me and me and Tempest did that I can spend. There was that leather <laughs> satchel of silver, but we didn't directly say I did say that three people got stuff back but I did not say the silver in the moment so we'll keep it for now um uh going to um frozen far they're super friendly um there's not really much work in that uh, if you want them to take it back they'll take it back for you um they take the 73 silver, just grateful that the town is rid of the, the scourge and the stress. They say that it used to be a friendlier place than it is now, but with the winter, there's been so much distrust sown that they're just grateful that this whole mess is over. So at least there's one less thing on the town's plate. Um, and with that handled, where would you all like to go? Uh, we're heading back to Bryn Shander to unload the Druagar stuff. Or do we not need to do that? Yeah, can that you, be done independently? You can go with them, or if you want to have just like them delivered to Lynn, they can do it as well. Ooh. Yeah, I say we go to East Haven. Yeah, we can have it delivered with a note. For Helen. Yep. She's trustworthy. I mean, she's kind of our boss, so. <laughs> I'll write the note. It's an awful Ooh, lot of hearts. will you? <laughs> That's an awful lot of X's and O's, Master. Shut up. What does he be doing something? Say? Um, if you would be so kind as to uh, hold on to this merchandise until such a day that I pay you a visit at night. Now, Finnick, what? Why did you draw a little? Is that a, a cucumber plant? Is that an egg plant? Why did you draw? It? It's none of your business. Why is this. it? Why is it sweating? <laughs> I close the the note paper in a huff, seal it, and then give it to the driver. I'm laughing hysterically. Um, they set off with your description of Flynn um, on their way back to Bryn Shander. Uh, you can actually travel with them for a good portion of it if you're leaving at the same time as the road won't split off until uh, you reach that T um, that you have seen on the main map before. So East Haven, huh? To East Haven. With the East. Haven. I thought you said Weast Haven. I throw all this off the dog side. Oh, I didn't even say that in the Alta's voice. Uh, he's hasn't used up his twenty percent today, so I go back and get him. <laughs> 
So it takes uh, two hours by foot from Ker Koenig to get to Ker Dineval, and then another nine hours by foot from Ker Dineval to get to East Haven. With the dog sled, that is going to mean that that 11 hours is cut in half. So starting roughly first thing in the morning, I'd say you left before those twilight hours actually set in, um, leaving around 8 a.m., which is why the town was so frustrated to be woken up. Um, you are able to travel pretty uneventfully um, following the road to East Haven uh, in about six hours, uh, which will get you there midday, while it is still brightened twilight hours outside. Yeah, we get to see the East Haven map. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's one of the um, black dots, so it means it's going to be impressive. <laughs> oh, Good to know. Get all worked up. I hadn't even noticed. It is one of the cities that's doing the oh the sacrifices. What? Where are we in that cycle? Ooh, it's a big guy. <laughs> that's what we're here for. I want to go see the White Lady Inn. That sounds a little amazing. They should just White call it the. Lady? They should just call it the Karen Inn. <laughs> the Karen. Oh, okay. Um, as you approach. East Haven um, along the East Way, six hours from that 8 a.m. start is the end of twilight at 2 p.m. And as you enter the bustling city, it is, it looks nearly as big as Brinchander really, but without the wall creating a more uh, even field, the city more free flowing around the sides of the lake. The people seem very congenial and boisterous as you see people exiting their houses, all headed towards the square outside of the town hall. Uh, oh, oh, was this where they were executing the wizard? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it seems we're just in time, or maybe a bit too late. Well, if there was no money to be had, does it really matter? Following uh, in town, you do see several signs that say that twilight set, the burning of a wizard begins. Signs across that say, um, watch your pockets. Beware thy purse. And it's listed in uh, several languages. So you see it in common and elven and dwarven and a couple that you don't necessarily recognize. Can I grab someone who's kind of walking towards the square? Uh, hello Ooh. there. <laughs> uh, what's, all, what's all this? What are, you, what are you going towards? Oh, it's time for the execution, of course. Execution of what now? The criminal wizard must be dealt with. Oh. Took some of our own. Yes, he, he, I believe, hired some folk of the town and murdered them on the road. I'm not entirely sure of the definition or the exact details of what had happened, but he's going to burn. Well, it'll, it'll be a sight uh, for sore eyes, I imagine. Uh, please, on your way. Of course. And they hurry off with their group, uh, the, the, the squat humanoid man joining his squat humanoid family as they walk towards the road. Well, Master, I don't know what to do from here. I mean, they're going to burn him. <laughs> I mean, what, what was the contract from 
Lin, was it to stop the burning? Because if we can get more coin, then... She just told us that they were going to burn someone. She didn't say anything about money. That's your coin. We don't know if the man's even guilty. It it sounds like they're just hard up for entertainment. Uh, Altus is right. We should try and spring him for a uh, small fee. I... Well, we got there in the end. Well, I guess let's go see the square and see if it's possible for him to be strong. Uh, If not, then, well, we'll let the cold take him. As you approach the town hall, you can see that the crowd gets thicker and thicker. It seems that most of the town has turned out for the spectacle. And right as you enter uh, the, the clearing of it, you see a soldier with a flame in hand set it down onto straw and wood uh, and setting the pyre itself ablaze. Um, there's a human wizard who, despite the efforts to disguise himself, was recognized and arrested for crimes inflicted upon the Dale folk, as you heard, and he has been bound at the stake and gagged. Members of the militia standing all around to ensure that he doesn't try and escape. The fire fanned by the wind catches quickly and Zaan doesn't struggle or scream or react as he is engulfed by the flames and the spectators move closer to feel the warmth of the bonfire. Well... Uncharacteristically, Tranquil turns away from the spectacle, obviously in disgust. (laughs) So that happened. I don't suppose we were quick enough to try and spring him. He didn't scream. Maybe they drugged him with some tonic. How far away are we? Um, you were at the outskirts of the crowd, um, so I would say about 50 feet away from the pyre. Um, there's hundreds and hundreds of people all around. Uh, I clutch my symbol of tear and uh, to myself start praying. A, uh, a woman in a uh, tailored wool coat and a fur hat clocks all of you behaving quite differently than the rest of the crowd. And as she walks up in the the dim light cast from the lanterns of the businesses around the town square and the brighter light cast from the bonfire, uh, you see that she's a half elf. Outside tales. I take it? Uh, In uh, well, me and my sister are Brinchander by way of Luskin. No, well, then you should be celebrating as well. This man was a traitor to all of Ten Towns. Perhaps. Did you hear what he had done? No. No, just that he murdered some people outside of town. That's, that's about the size of it. This man was a red wizard. He hired an adventuring crew from East Haven brought them out into the tundra, slaughtered them for no reason, 
and then was plucking members of the town that knew each of them one by one. It was disturbing, and in the end, he killed 15 members of the towns. It was... Was Why not wait and give him to Ariel so an innocent person wouldn't have to die? <laughs> he is not one of ours. The sacrifices must be, you know, appropriate for the times. That's right. Ariel sent out that letter giving us all instructions on exactly how that was supposed to work. I forgot. Oh, dear young one, if you know so well, please enlighten all of us. I am assuming you approached us for a reason. I just saw your uh, strange reaction and figured I might enlighten you if you were coming from far away. But as you are all locals, I uh, apologize for the ill taste this has left in your mouth. May I ask why you are in East Haven to begin with? Well, we'd received word that there might be something that pays in regards to this wizard, but apparently that is not the case. <laughs> No, we have handled the issue myself and the rest of the town guard. I am the captain here. So I take it by that then you are uh, further adventurers. As of recent. tame the wild north. We kind of fell into it. I'm a mailman. My sister's a tavern wench and my master is a shyster. Easy. I thought... The look of you all was familiar, a little bit odd for the area. That explains a lot. I might have something that uh, will pays in a way if you are hard up for a task. You take a really long time to get to the hard sell, don't you? <laughs> if you don't want it, then please no, go your no, way. No, please no ignore my idiot student. Uh, what is this job that you have? Well, now that this is handled, we have had some fishermen go missing. We originally had thought that it was Zorn, but if he is not confessing to the crime, then we feel that it may be the elements or something darker that has uh, caused their disappearance. So how much is this paying if we figure out who is stealing these fishermen? Well, that was what I meant by may pay. It has... Um, something similar, something valuable beyond uh, gold. And that is? I do not know if any of you have use, but we have taken things from Zahn before we burned him. We did not just you know, throw anything valuable away. We have a, a scroll of his, of a spell that creates a great flame ball. Uh, as well as a, I believe he called it in his moments of weakness, a bag of tricks. Well, we're always after things that make our job easier. Where were they last well, seen? They were last seen uh, out on the lake itself, uh, about a 10 day ago uh, at this point. If you set out, uh, listening to the, uh, the the tales of the fishermen. They stay along the coastline. That is the easiest way to find the edge of the lake, not that most of it is frozen. Um, I, I hope that you will find whatever is left of them. 
You have reason to believe they're dead? A 10 day out on the ice that not many would survive. It's true. All right. I cannot, I cannot devote more resources to it, believing that they may very likely already be gone. You want the bodies or just confirmation? Uh, evidence, confirmation, alive, whatever you are able to bring us. I would not... I would not be against bringing back the bodies, but I understand that with the, the lake being frozen in the waters, it may be very difficult to do. So, we are not a sentimental people. We will take what is available. Uh, any distinguishing features of the fishermen? Are there any distinguishing features of any of our fishermen? Likely drunk, probably holding poles, perhaps frozen solid, you know. It's been a rough year. Do you know anyone by the name of Durth? Not familiar, no. Who is well, good, good, good to know. Uh, thank you for your job. Uh, we, I suppose, need to start exploring so we can, well, get home as quickly as possible. Yeah. yeah if you need a boat, ask around. I am sure that we can get you one. Uh, if you go to there's the tavern that is by the lake itself, uh, you know, they take care of their own fisherman. There's the, the wet trout um, or the white lady, any of them would, would have, I'm sure will be happy to take you. Otherwise, please feel free to brave the shoreline on your own. It is uh, always a pleasure to find more lost souls. And the crowd is seeming to begin to surge towards the warmth. Somebody gets pushed into the fire itself and you hear her um, holler to the guard as she pushes her way through the crowd. The guards pull somebody out of the way and they begin to form a, a bit of a, um, a barricade to stop people from getting too, too close to the fire itself. And she's now beginning to actually order the guardsmen around. Master. Good luck. Yeah, you too. Master. <laughs> yes. What color wizards are we? Uh, you're not a wizard yet. You're still a baby. And I like to think that I am a dark purple. Well, she mentioned a red wizard. I did not know what that meant. Evocation? Oh, no, that's a different thing altogether. Uh, we need to speak a bit about your mouth, Quill. That almost lost us this job. Oh, this job that's going to pay one of your magic scrolls that you could probably write yourself? <laughs> if I understand correctly, that's a spell that I don't know yet, and... It could behoove us for me to have it. So perhaps later or in the future, if we have a job, you don't be such an asshole and save that for when you're talking to us. Or I'm sorry, Master. It's just barbaric to see them burn someone, even for a crime like this, mm. when they have to sacrifice one of their own in two weeks' time. <laughs> Indeed. I'll say still facing the the commotion and kind of half absent from the conversation. It is indeed barbaric. 
all in service of some god who is punishing us, not even granting us any kind of boon. I mean, they've been doing this for two years and the winter has not been appeased in the slightest. Yes, well, I understand, but this brings food to the table, then we can't bite the head that feeds. Oh, also, so it is not a god, and I'll spit on the floor. Oh, so we're going to sell the scroll. We're not going to use it for your spellbook at all. No, we're definitely going to use it for my spellbook. Then how does it put food on the table, Master? Um, it will. Trust me. <laughs> and, and I'll walk towards the locks. So from where you are, um, the guard told you uh, about a couple places you could go. You can either go um, kind of northeast to the wet trout, which is a little bit further away, or back kind of the way you came, but excuse me, towards the water to the, uh, the white lady. Those are two meeting places that are pretty close to being on the water. You're muted, Ria. We're looking for fishermen, the place called the Wet Trout seems to be the best bet, right? Yeah. <laughs> or a brothel. A brothel. The White Lady seems to be near more docks. If we're looking at the map, there's more going on around the White Lady. Uh, They're kind of at the opposite ends of the docks, so like both are kind of at the end of the whole dockland. So yeah, either of them would be even... Tempest, uh, that note you found, did it indicate which dock? Because this town seems to be mostly dock. Uh, let's take a look. <laughs> so the, uh, nor- the note is still in Dwarven. Um, so I'll take uh, the ritual time to cast um, Carbrand language again. Okay. A, he said something about a frozen fairy. You will find me on the frozen fairy in East Haven. From this new base, the search for Chardolin continues. Long lay our father, blah, blah, blah. So maybe the Sturgar took out the fisherman. Maybe the fisherman got too close to the frozen place. Perhaps. Um, and I'll, I'll scribe the notes into common so I don't have to keep casting this spell to read it. Uh, Coulter, is there a particular role you want us to make to see if we can't figure out about the frozen fairy? Um, no. Okay. No, I mean, you've been told when you were in Kerkonig that the fairy stopped coming. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to ask people about it, you're welcome to, um, yeah. but there's not like a, a role to make. Okay. I would just like to ask around like um, merchants, people who talk to a lot of people, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, most of the town is still in the, the town square. So if you want to, um, if you want to try to talk to some people in the town square, you're more than welcome to. No, um, I'll me... just wait. I'll just oh. wait till we get to the wet trout. I don't want to talk to any of those people. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're going to go up to the, the, the wet trout itself. Unless anyone is particularly wanting to go to the White Lady. White Lady? Either or. Is the body still burning? Um, There is some skeleton that is within the fire itself, but all of the clothing is gone. There's still a humanoid form obscured by the flames. 
hasn't uh, been very long. As we go to make our exit, if the body is still burning, can I cast Thaumaturgy? I would like to make the flames uh, dim and then change color to um, a very illuminescent green. I don't know if Thaumaturgy could do that. Karen. I can cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color for one minute. Roll sleight of hand. Gladly. That's a 21. Okay. Yeah. The crowd is in awe of what appears to possibly be the death curse of this wizard as the flames change color and diminish before brightening once again. As the crowd starts to uh, become in awe and entranced by it, I am visibly annoyed. And that's not what I wanted to... What were you thinking was going to happen? That you were going to shame a bunch of bloodthirsty villagers? I don't know. I just wanted there to be a little remorse in their voices when they spoke about it tonight. But I... So changing the flame color was going to do that all this? I, a little fear, a little remorse, any anything other than enlightenment from burning a man alive. Well, perhaps I can help. And I'll um, look at one of the villagers that's closest to the fire, and I will cast Cause Fear. Okay. Uh, yeah, the villager... Um, shrieks and uh, runs the opposite direction. Um, the the villagers around them um, start to have uh, a similar response as a good quarter of the crowd, um, just crowd mentality runs out away from the town north onto the ice. The guard trying to keep everybody else calm. Is that more what you were thinking? Finnick, do you remember our conversation from uh, last night? How I said, uh, more than you know. Uh, uh, more than you know. Yes. Underdark is darker than I know. Yes, I remember completely. Congratulations. The adults have caused a riot, which is probably going to get somebody trampled. <laughs> which tavern are y'all going to? <laughs> Trout it up. The wet trout. Although, All right. Altus kind of thinks that because of the commander's accent, she said the white trout and the wet lady. The wet trout and the wet lady. Tomato, tomato? <laughs> um, can I have everybody roll perception as you begin to travel to the wet trout? <laughs> Got a four. Nine. Okay. 19. 15. Okay. 17. Okay, great. Um, okay, it doesn't take very long. I mean, the, the streets are, are mostly clear at this time with the people either heading to or from um, the execution. So once you get away from the town square, travel is easy and the town's fairly deserted. Um, the wet trout is near the docks at the northern side of the town. Uh, it is the largest and loudest tavern of Eastaven that is now at one of its only quieter times with maybe only 15 or so people inside um, between town drunks and a few people that just didn't want to see the executions themselves. Um, 
inside the tavern, uh, there is a white dragonborn serving drinks. Uh, and she, as you come in, uh, raises a flagon to you and slides it down the bar uh, to a tiefling male. There's also a couple humans and a couple half elves sitting, uh, all kind of talking amongst themselves. The, uh, the, the tiefling is a little bit bent over his drink uh, as you all come in. I would like to approach the, uh, you said half dragon or dragonborn? Dragonborn. I would like to uh, approach the dragonborn, bow slightly and offer my hand. What can I get you? I was hoping that you would have information and a radiant smile. (laughs) Order a drink or get out of my tavern. I will order several drinks. Me and my party would like to uh, hire a fisherman, and I'm assuming that will take a few hours, so we will get parched. (laughs) She sets down glasses looking already uh, mildly perturbed, uh, pours ale into each of them, and hands them all to each of you. Oh, I pay her happily with a generous tip. (laughs) She slides it into her apron and then takes one of the ales uh, that she poured you one too many and slides it to the end of the bar to the tiefling. And although he looks mostly asleep, a hand comes up to catch it uh, along with the other flagon that he has in front of him. Um, probably the only fisherman that's not at the burning. Well, that already makes you much, much better in my eyes. I don't know about better, but it's been a slow winter. The hell do you want a fisherman for when the ice is frozen for a mile? Master? Uh, We need to seek out some of your uh, brethren that were seemingly stuck on the ice or dead on the ice or something on the ice. So we need you as uh, navigation help. Uh, the four that went after the knuckleheads about, I don't know, 10 days ago. Is that okay. what we're talking about? I'm assuming. They didn't pin that on the wizard too with everything else? Apparently not. He didn't <laughs> confess to it's, it. It's either a wizard or a tiefling, am I right, sister? And he raises a glass to uh, to Tempest. I also raise a glass before realizing and then sheepishly look at my drink. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a boat, fairies frozen solid, but any of the uh, smaller craft, I'd be happy to give you all to use to drag across the ice. You see a frozen ferry? Uh, Yeah, I I used to run the transport between uh, here and the Cares. Heard they're pretty pissed about the whole thing, but the the town speaker here decided that with Oral's deal, and as he says, Oral's deal, uh, the barkeep, raises a shot glass and oral and takes it and sets it down, pours another one for herself and sets it aside. Uh, yeah. Wait, she seemed Oral's happy at the mention of oral. I wouldn't pay a uh, Nemetri here too much mind. She is a, uh, a worshiper of our winter lady. Oh, that immediately drops her down to bottom of the barrel for me. But yes, after uh, after the town speaker ordered the ferry to be too difficult to operate, it's been sitting ever since. And so for the most part, have I. Where exactly is it sitting? 
on the docks. Uh, if you go to the center of town, uh, it's, uh, I'd say, just north of the White Lady. Good to know. But uh, my my boats are around there as well. Um, I'd be happy to to give you something to get you over the ice. Well, it looks like we're going to be staying the night, right, Master? Um, it's about three-ish in the afternoon now. I suppose so. Uh, and I'll look over towards the Dragonborn. Uh, how much for a room? This is a bar. Oh, it's not a inn or anything. <laughs> she she kind of looks at you like you're an idiot, and uh, you will you will pay ahead. Next round, you pay ahead, <laughs> and goes back down to to serve the people at the other end of the bar. Well, yeah. She's pleasant. She worships Arl. She's cheap. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be real. That's why we're all here. But. If you want to stay, uh, usually the white lady and does have spaces available, or if you want to try and stay on the ferry, it's going to be cold as shit, but you're welcome to try. Maybe Probably. that's the idea. And then I'll go back to my, back to my ill. In, 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 oh, he probably speaks infernal. Never mind. I forgot he's a tiefling. <laughs> Well, uh, we might stay on the ferry. Uh, could we ask you to show us to your boats so that we may leave this place in the morning? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, uh, just a second. He, he downs what he has and sets it aside. Downs the other one, sets it aside. All right. Uh, some winter's courage out into the cold. We step and he throws a coat on, uh, has a uh, hood that goes over his horns so that they can stick out comfortably uh, and guides you all out back into the winter snow. Nemetra doesn't even look up as you leave, uh, too invested in the conversations he's having with some patrons that she likes. Uh, And he guides you along the waterfront. Um, You see the the seawall that's built up and uh, down further and further, about 15 minute walk, roughly a little bit shorter because he's taking you along some less uh, occupied areas at the very edge of the water. Um, You come to a long L-shaped dock um, and he shows you uh, two or three smaller boats closer in, all resting on top of the ice itself. Uh, A larger boat at the very end of the dock that uh, is the largest one he has and he shows you used to be the fairy. Um, can I get a uh, can I get a perception check from everybody? I'm also going to be using detect magic to see an occulter. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. Seventeen. Fourteen. Sixteen. Hey, okay, twinsies. Anybody, <laughs> anybody got over a fifteen on perception? Give me a survival. Oof, that is not very good. Hopefully, somebody or did 15 better. Fifteen or over. I got a five. Who has uh, the survival skill? Dirty 20. Oh, nice. I have a 23. 
Okay. Um, so those of you that got over a uh, over a 15 on perception notice that there's quite a lot of footprints on the docks that lead all the way to the end of them. Um, although uh, your guide doesn't seem to notice this. And those of you that got over a 10 on survival notice that these are the same as the footprints that you saw in Karakonig. And that is where we'll end tonight. So uh, thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of uh, Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Um, thank you so much to the patrons that have sponsored us. Uh, again, we have Sparky, um, David Lugo, and then our newest patron, David, who wanted to be just David, who's great. He's uh, He's been reaching out to us in comments and everything so far. So thank you all so much for your support. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to put them in the comments of this video. We always have our after parties after each of these, so you'll get some of the insights that we have as questions as characters. All those are available on our Patreon. Or if you just want to throw some support our way, we're keep you know trying to better this and grow and and get better every week. So um, with that, we will come up with a tagline eventually. Eventually, eventually. eventually. have a good night, everybody.